0: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Coach Kroff here. This is season number two of The Sales Factory. Episode number one. Figured we'd start this thing off fresh on January. I know a lot of you probably hung over. But I got my man, Tyler Harris, with me. We're going to bring him on here in a second. Uh, But first, a little housekeeping stuff. Make sure you guys have liked the Coach Kroff page here. And listen. Facebook is over-indexing on personal profiles, so you're not going to see as as many of my posts. So what I want you to do is go to the top and then click see first. Uh, that'll make sure that when my content gets put out there, you guys will see that stuff first. And as always, you can check out uh, all the social media channels, hashtag Coach Carol. Uh, now, I was doing some digging here over the past week or so, uh, checking out some of my uh, audience insights. And if you're Growing a, a Facebook page, you definitely want to check out Audience Insights because it's one of the most underutilized um, tools that page moderators would use. So as I was looking through this thing, I was checking out the Affinity, and uh, it, that is basically what the, uh, the score is on how likely you guys are, as, as my fans, to like somebody else. And this guy, Tyler, Tyler Harris, popped up, um, had never seen his stuff before. But after a quick little glance, man, we're both hustlers. Uh, We both kind of have our own entrepreneurial spirit, but we're trying to change the game for other entrepreneurs. So I'm really excited to have Tyler on. I'm going to bring him on real quick and uh, get this thing started here. All right, Tyler, you're with us, man. Welcome welcome to the Sales Factory.
1: Man, I am glad to be here with you, Coach Carroll. and. uh I've got a Sales Wolves podcast, so I'm like a sales wolf inside the sales factory now. Just just, that's it, a, man. That's a good it, thing. You know, I,
0: I checked that out. I saw that you had a podcast <laughs> going on, so we'll, uh, and that's the Sales Wolf podcast, right? So we want to make sure that uh, everybody goes and checks that out. Uh, but, man, let's just get this thing hopping right out the gate. Tyler, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. I'd be happy to. So my name is Tyler Harris. And before I get started, man, I just want to thank you for for your time and allowing me to be on here. Um, It's always uh, refreshing to see someone that, oh, man, you just you just you just you just uh, spoke to my heart right there with the water. Mm. I was about to say it's refreshing to see someone that's willing to put hustle on their T-shirt. But then we just drank out of a gallon jug that just made me even more uh, happy just then, because that is exactly me to a T. But um, I live here in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. I, um, I'm in sales, uh, but I do a lot of different things. And so my story kind of goes back really four years ago. Um, been in sales all my life, uh, I was a financial advisor right out of school. Then from sales job to sales job, just not really finding anything that I was passionate about, uh, nothing that I could really um, uh, go all in at. And that resulted in me losing jobs, quitting jobs, just the same old story. Uh, Went Mm -hmm. through a really difficult divorce, um, a really bad uh, termination from a job, and was in a downward spiral, was in a really, really bad place. This was about right at coming up on four years ago. And I met some guys that came into my life, some mentors, um, and they just started pouring into me, kind of believe more in me than at that time I believed in myself, Um, pouring in confidence and affirmation and um, plugged me into a system that they had uh, been in the process of creating with a business that they had just recently launched. And from there, just started waging war uh, on personal change for myself. Uh, Just finally took a look in the mirror and was like, you know what? You're exactly where you're supposed to be, and it's all your fault. Uh, All the good stuff, all the bad stuff, everything that had happened to me in my life, everything that I had done in my life, that all of that was a result of me, and that the encouragement there was if I got myself into the situation that I was in, then I could get myself out of it. Um, So literally over the last three and a half, four years, I went from being in that position, which was... You know, depressed, broke, in debt, out of shape, you name it, I was it. Um, to that very next 12 months, made over 300 grand in commission. Uh, the next 12 months after that, I made 450. Um, this year, over 650, uh, which brings me to today. Uh, and what I've done over the last 12 months was going through this transformation over three years, I wasn't documenting it the first two. Yeah. And what I knew was that was a mistake. Uh, but Part of it was I didn't want to really get out there on a public platform and talk before I had accomplished something. Right. And so, this last 12 months really stemming from a conversation that I had with Gary Vaynerchuk. It's the reason why I've got 300 Gary V books behind me. <laughs> but I was sitting down with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and Andy Forsella at the launch of this uh, book, the Ask Gary V uh, book. I'll
0: say, man, you even got, got that Andy Frasella look going on. Yeah, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we were sat down with them. Uh, we paid for this VIP deal to, to talk with them for an hour, as me and six, uh, five other people. And we ended yep. up sitting there for over three hours to like two o'clock in the morning talking with Andy and Gary. And I explained kind of this transformation that I've been through over the last few years. And and talking with Gary, Gary was like, man, you're just looking for permission. You're looking for permission to put your stuff out there. And what I realized was the reason I was looking for permission is because of all the noise out on social media, all the stuff that people were posting, uh, whether it be fake or whether they be at an actual just whole nother level. But I was like, you know, who am I to, to, to go out there and, and put my content out there when there's so much noise? And he just looked at me. He was like, hey, are you going to be on the road another 200 plus years next year? I'm like, yeah, probably so. He's like, are you going to sell another 2000 plus life insurance policies by yourself next year? I'm like, that's the plan. He's like, you've got to document it. You've got to start putting it out there on social media because someone is going to receive it. Someone's going to get benefit from it and get value from it. And so that's what I started doing January of 2017. It was like January 11th on the dot uh, was when I first made my first post on my page uh, and just, just really started going at it with the intention of providing value, trying to make an impact with zero expectation of anything in return. I don't sell anything through my social media whatsoever, and it is my way of paying it forward from what those mentors did for me um, and trying to do that for somebody else because there's so many people out there right now that are struggling just like I was that if I can be just that little spark that helps them kind of get over the hump and get through the struggle that they're going through, that's what I want to do. And so started doing that January this year. Uh, built over a hundred thousand um, likes on my Facebook page. Really growing the Instagram right now. Created a motivation brand called the Motivation Kings. Um, it's got like eight hundred and seventy thousand likes uh, on Facebook and pretty big on on uh, Instagram. And then built our company page. So went from literally zero reach on social media to now I've, I've had a weekly reach here recently of over 49 million uh, on on social media so just nice, all man. of that stuff culminating into this year where we're really taking it to a complete uh, another level man uh, I'm starting a daily vlog uh, so if you think like daily V style with Gary Vaynerchuk so here come over here yeah. TJ so if you see this guy in the background <laughs> kind of uh, floating around I brought on a videographer that's following me around 24 seven that's this guy right here. His name's well, man. He, just, just so look. His look. he looks just like Milly Milly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so he's gonna be following me 24 7 seven We're actually it's very, very cool to be on here right now because we're launching the first episode as soon as I get off of this uh, live nice. podcast. so I'm um, super excited about that also launching a second uh, podcast as well called the daily or called the Breadwinner so the, the vlog is called the Daily Bread. The new okay. podcast is called Breadwinner Podcast, uh, where we're doing quick interviews with people uh, all over the world, and um, just excited about putting it on a whole other platform for providing value. Like that's, that's legitimately all I'm about. Um, my career, I've got that, so like I don't need somebody's money to provide them advice. I don't need someone's money to go and help them. I just want to yep. do that because it's the right thing to do. So,
0: cool, man. That's you it, know, I had man. a you talk about mentors. Um, you know that that was really one of the things that I was fortunate enough to ha- happen early on, you know, um, my audience knows, but I'll share with you, um, I started my first business in high school, um, started with $300, started a lawn care company, um, and, and subsequently, over the years, grew to over three million in revenue. And, wow. you know, I was fortunate enough to, to use social media, you know, in I graduated high school in 2007, 2008, 2009, you know, I found guys on YouTube that that were able to be mentors to me and even my state farm agent You know, uh, you know, I love that you said insurance We through my ad agency we work with a lot of insurance agents But my state farm agent was one of my mentors early on and man Just just tell people how important that is, because you know a lot of my audience they're They're asking for that permission uh, and I and I see that a lot and I think that stems and not having that mentor that gives you that confidence, because now you've got that source of knowledge. Would you agree with that?
1: I believe it one hundred percent. I mean, mentors. There's not a single successful person out there that won't tell you that a, a strategic mentor at the right time was the key to their success. One mm-hmm. big thing that one big thing that I'm so against. I cannot stand the phrase "self-made." man self-made millionaire self-made whatever cuz it it does not exist like the fact of saying someone is self-made is just completely disrespectful to every single yeah. person whether good or bad influence that they were but they made you until you into who you are today
0: um, you know in my early 20s that was uh, that was one of my biggest challenges, right cuz i had that on my instagram for a while i was like oh, self-made yeah, millionaire I remember yeah, yeah. you know i remember that you know and it's it's so funny that And in my early 20s, I was so egotistical uh, because everything I was doing, I was doing it for ego and and to try to make myself look better. And it wasn't until I really found mentors that taught me how to meditate and how to really start diving deep and stop looking external and start looking internal that I realized I'm good enough. Whoever I am at this point right now is good enough for the world. And, you know, I'm with you, man. Now that I see that on people, it's like, Mm, because I know where they're at in their in the yeah. personal journey, and yeah. that's what a lot of entrepreneurs don't get. Man, is it you have got external that that business, and, and you know for you it's selling insurance for for me it was mowing grass and now the ad agency, and I've done over twelve M and A deals. But you you have to understand that as a as an entrepreneur, which to my audience is, you're going to go through a stage of figuring out your external environment. But, man, when you get to that level that you start looking back internal, and thats I'm, I'm hearing that from you, that's why yeah. you're doing what you're doing because it's like it's not about the money. You've got that set up. It's about what the fuck kind of legacy am I going to be leaving, mm-hmm. and how do I want people to remember by? And for me, it sounds like just in a couple of seconds we've been talking, it's its more than just giving somebody that, that security of having life insurance. You, you want to leave that legacy, am I right?
1: Yeah, that's – it's everything. I mean, self-awareness, it's, it's, it's become cliche this past year, but it's right. everything to me. Like I have a whole business called the self-awareness project that I'm putting together right now. Like the self-awareness for me, learning to fit, like finally figuring out who I really, really am, not who I am the business person, not who I am the sales guy, not who I am, you know, the husband, like who, who am I really? Um, like that, that to me was key moving forward. And, and I think something that for me was huge in what I want to get across to people now in 2018 is, is that like my struggles that I had, like that made me who I am today. So I am so incredibly grateful for the struggles that I went through because I would not be the husband. I am the father. I am the business person. I am had I not gone through that. But the problem is we don't typically realize that, Until it's hindsight, like we don't realize till after the struggle and making it through to the other side of it, that it was the struggle that actually grew us into who we were. So like the encouragement I want to get out to people now is those that are going through it, those that are in the middle of the struggle to be able to just make that mental switch and realize that, okay, this sucks right now, but there is a blessing on the other side of it. And I'm not going to get to that blessing until I get through this and grow into the person that can receive it, like that's yeah. my focus right now. Is for for people to learn because not everybody has struggles, and my struggles may pale in comparison to the struggles that I've I've interviewed other people that you know grew up with their parents in in prison or, or never having Whoa. any you know father fig, things like that. Man.
0: We're, I, that's what I've learned is that we're always in the middle. There's always somebody that's got it better and there's always somebody that's got yeah. it worse, right? Like we're, mm-hmm. we're, you know, there, there's animals out there that are bigger than humans, but there's animals mm-hmm. that are smaller. But if you're an ant, right, there, there's micronisms that are even smaller than you. And then there's fucking right. humans that just step on you one day uh, <laughs> that goes life. And, you know, to that point of like that struggle, I made a post the other day that talked about this, that, you know, 2017 was a motherfucker for me, man. It it, I saw. I came into it riding high on the horse. Everything was going great. Um, you know, I wind up having a business deal where I, uh, business doings where I lost a half a million dollars in real estate that really set me back. You know, in the middle of a lawsuit, like just a lot of shit, man. And there was times mm-hmm. where I came home in the middle of the week and I would just look at my girlfriend and just start crying because yeah. I was just like the pressure coming in on me. I was like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can take anymore. And, and I think when people are going through that, if you can find it in you to take a five seconds, and Tony, and this is Tony, comes from Tony Robbins. What I learned from him is saying, not what is life doing to me, but what is it doing for me, right? Yeah. Like, why is it giving me this shit sandwich right now? There's something I'm supposed to learn, and I'm supposed to come out on the backside of this thing with more knowledge and more, yeah. more heart. What is that? And and I think that it's so tough, man. And, I mean, you know, you say, like, going through that struggle. But, like, brother, I, I you've been doing this a long time. And, and we, I'm sure you'll agree with me. Like, as soon as you get on the back end of that struggle, you're like, fuck, I won't do that again. Mm-hmm. But then you step in that next pile of dog shit. <laughs> yeah, and
1: it's it's preparing you for the next one that's going to be bigger and badder. Like, that, the things that you go through, like, the things that you went through this year probably would have crippled you 10 years ago. Uh, crippled yeah. you. Yeah. But you but you made it through it like that that's the thing and there'll be something that comes along 10 years from now that 2017 prepared you to be able to handle it. like that it's all i'm just a huge believer that everything happens for a reason as cliche as yeah. it sounds like it's just it's, it's just true. And so if we believe it's true, then when you're going through it, you can be like, all right, there is a purpose for this pain right now. There, there's got to be. Uh, and, it, and it may not make sense right now. It may not make sense some months from now. It may be 20 years from now that you've got that aha moment like, crap, now I remember why I went through that one lawsuit. Now I remember why I learned that one specific part of that one loss because it's coming back up again and I'm able to avoid it. Like there's yeah, there's man. purpose for everything, man. But when people are in the middle of it, it's so hard to hear that. Um, oh yeah, it's super empathetic to that. Like I under, I understand that like when I when I tell someone that's in the middle of it like hey man, like you're one day this is all going to make sense they're like screw you. Like I get that, <laughs> you know. But but it it doesn't make it any less true. It doesn't make it right. any less true. And
0: and you know, and I I think that's that's something that if I look back on, you know, past decade of my mistakes, one of my biggest regrets, right, is that um I didn't build my business early on as lifelong relationships, right? Like all my goals were income related. It was how much money can I make this year, this quarter. It wasn't anything that was built on a solid foundation, right? Like I was like trying to build a sandcastle, basically, versus building a high rise made of concrete and steel. Um, yeah. Can you can you talk a little bit to the audience about you know early on in, in your career? you know, what do you think is that biggest mistake that, that you made?
1: And that's, that's a great question. My, my answer probably is similar to what you just said. I mean, I, I was very much, so I went to uh, this take ownership mastermind uh, up in Newark a couple of weekends ago it was with Gerard Adams and Eric Thomas and a couple of other people that spoke. Um, and Eric Thomas, I believe, it was one day, or it may actually have been his business partner CJ, who was incredible, by the way. This guy CJ runs all the business behind the scenes. He doesn't even have a Facebook page. He doesn't have an yeah. Instagram profile. You know this guy? You know CJ?
0: <laughs> oh, and I went, I saw him in Indianapolis. I went to yeah. uh, one of these things, and and I talked to CJ afterwards. And I was like, hey man, you know, I want to I want to get you or somebody from the team on on the sales factor. He's like, cool, hit yeah. me up. And then I try to go find the guy. And he's like, not consistent.
1: Can't find it. It's cra- But he, I'm telling you his, his talk that he gave was probably the most impactful. The whole event like blew my mind. He's just, he is just so relatable and just a good dude. I think it was him that he said, um, are you chasing hustle? or Are you chasing your gifts? And that for me was so interesting because he didn't say chasing passion. He said, chasing gifts. And what I feel like I've been trying to do for the last 10 years is trying to chase and figure out what I'm passionate about. But passion will go up and down. Like you can get passionate about something. You can lose passion in something, but are you chasing your gifts? Like your gifts as in like the things that you were born, the abilities that like the stuff that's easy for you, that that's not easy for other people, like your natural gifts. And I really took a step back and I was like, man, I was like, I don't I'm that's I'm not doing that. Like I was trying to figure out, like, what am I passionate about? Because maybe my passion would be like where my purpose was. But what I really needed to figure out, like, what are my what are truly the things that I'm gifted at? And then just start creating an infrastructure around me to where I can just do those things more and more and more and more and more and then the money will follow like in the passion will follow like i I just you keep hearing these passions like this big hot word like buzzword lately it's just like what are you passionate about like you know do (laughs) whatever you enjoy doing or you know you'll never work a day in your life all that stuff like that And, and um for me it was just like this chasing after like trying to figure out what am I passionate about like what what am I supposed to be doing but but now like my focus is like what am I like what am I actually gifted to that and like some of those gifts are things to me right now that don't make any sense in regards to my personal business like like writing for me is like a gift but I don't even do it at all but I know I'm looking
0: you, man i'm I'm about as dyslexic as a uh, <laughs> upside down dictionary I don't know it's it's you know it's but I get exactly where you're coming from, man. That's one of those things that a lot of times, you know, again, it like I fucked up in the beginning because I just did it for the money. Like yeah. my story, I turned down those scholar. I had football scholarships, you know. My dad was a, you know, he was a garbage man, and then uh, he worked at the, um, the like the dog kennel to, you know, he's like a dog catcher, and then he went, you know, the city of Indianapolis for 30 years, like did that traditional route, and I, I didn't have a lot of help, so it was like. Here I am coming up my senior year of high school. And it's like I'm working three part time jobs. I've started mowing grass. I'm co oping for myself. I'm making like shit, man, like six, seven hundred bucks a week at 18 years old. And I'm like, all I can see is I'm going to go away to college, man, and, I, and it's going to be gone. Um, and, and I hate that because what wound up happening was I did it for the money. I chased it for the money. And it, and it wasn't necessarily what I was gifted at. And and that's why I always tell people I'm like, I'm an entrepreneur like by necessity, but like I like speaking and, and inspiring other entrepreneurs. Like that's all well, my big thing is, like when I'm not working on my business, I'm helping other entrepreneurs come up because yeah. I think that's my gift to, to help people connect with people. And you know, what you, what you said about making sure that you focus on that passion, man, passion is going to come and go, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole bunch of fucking people that's real passionate about working out for the next 30 days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But come July, it's gone. So <laughs> yeah. you have to watch out, man. Passion's tricky. But, like, when, and again, it goes back to that self awareness and figuring out who you are. And, you know, one is a, I love getting tactical, man. Like I got a series yeah. on YouTube called Tactical Grind. Here's something for the listeners right now. And share this out, by the way, if, if you're doing what we're dropping. Um, a good way to figure out, What your gift is, is if you have that relationship, go talk to your mom, go talk to your dad, go talk to your grandparents and ask them, say, what was I really good at as a little kid? Hmm. Because I think that shit gets, you know, we get it like you could build, you could say you want to be an astronaut. When you're little, right? was like, yeah, little Jimmy, go be an astronaut, right? But then like by ninth grade, and 10th grade, like, hey, that fucking astronaut shit needs to get knocked off, what are you going to do for a job? <laughs> so you have to, I think if you can really dive back down in, you know, I was always creative, drew a lot. And so that's why it, I love doing stuff like this and making content because it's just something that I'm, I'm a creative person. Uh, but yeah, man, that, that's—I think that's good shit right there. Um,
1: I'm the same way, man. Like, and we're all—and we're all creators. Like, we're all creators in the beginning. And and some there's like there's some point in every childhood where some people like continue doing that. And some people go on this other path of like the normal route of society. But like, I can tell you in like the last three days, just creating this new daily vlog. And like, we literally like, I wrote like the intro song. I went into a recording I studio you, and, and wrapped it. Like I literally was rapping in a recording studio <laughs> two days ago and it was the funnest day of my entire life. And like, yeah, like going in through, like I'm sitting here right now, it's New Year's day. I'm sitting here in my office with TJ and we're like, getting all the fine little details of this video work for this first episode to go out. Like the creative side, like, like I like woke up this morning in a dead sprint to get ready to to do this. And like, that's, that's what it's all about, man. I love it. Yeah.
0: I think, I think too, is like people have to realize that what our species is, right? Like we're human beings and that's one of the really cool things about being a human is that, we have that ability to be creative. Like if you just want to be logical, like, you know, Gary says binary ones and zeros. Like if you want to be that logical thinker, man, which is really what society pushes us to do. Yeah. A robot can do that. A robot can, can manage input output. It's the creativity. And and, that's why there's like this big like thing with automation, right? Like the robots are going to take our jobs. And it's like, (laughs) as long as you can be creative, nothing's ever going to take your job because only you have the ideas in your mind. Like, how your ideas are completely different than mine. Mine's different than, you know, the 14, 15 people we got watching this um, and all the people that will watch it on the replay. But I challenge you to really dig deep, man, and and find that creativity. If you're watching this right now, figure out what you're good at. Um, I tell my team that all the time. Like DJ has to focus on what only DJ can do. And, and I need to stop doing all the other shit. And then like my office manager, I need it. like she's really, really good at managing – our residential clients and building those relationships. Like I just need her to do that and nothing else. We're like outsourcing a bunch of shit this year because that's what she's really, it's a, it's a superpower. You got to find your superpower.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's about, it's about building that infrastructure and that's what you've done. Like you're building that infrastructure to where you can go be who you are. Like for me, like customer service for me, like when I make a sale, like I'm like, I don't want to ever see you ever again. Like it (laughs) is bad, but it's just like, like, it Disney. sounds bad, but like, I've just realized that, like, not in that form, but like, that's literally what I do in my brain. It's like, as soon as the salesman, I shut off. So yeah. I have someone else that handles the customer service side now. I'm like, it's just Smart. those little things. Like, that's the best part about self awareness is not just figuring out who you are, but it's figuring out how others perceive you. Like, that was the yeah. biggest part that, that I found about it. It was like, I may do something that when I say it, I think it's being portrayed this way, but the other person on the other end, they're like, no, I I thought like, I thought you were a dick. And I'm like, I (laughs) thought being nice, like, what do you mean? But then being able to adjust, obviously that's the key, is to be able to actually care what the other person thinks and then be able to adjust accordingly. And that's the only way you're going to be able to build real meaningful relationships because there's no better form of respect than actually like learning how someone perceives you and then adjusting accordingly so they don't think those things anymore. Like that's, that's at the end of the day what it's all about.
0: Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, so, tell us, uh, are you are you married? You got kids? What's up with that? Married, point? yeah,
1: been married for three years. Have a sixteen month old. Um, so that is like a changing everything, like going from crawling to like a full sprint like before i came to the office here just like running around the house like trying to 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 grab her up and and man that was one cool thing i mentioned that that eric thomas um said at the conference that really 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 hit me a couple weekends ago he talked about all these you know all this Uh, controversy coming out in uh, in the news lately about all these different people like doing these terrible things, you know, rape and like, you know, just misconduct in the workplace, like all this stuff that's coming out about these people. And he was like, man, he's like, he is so funny because he was referring to his wife as a gorilla and which I thought was so funny, but it's like her her spirit animal. He's like, she's a gorilla. Like, (laughs) she's just like, but he kept on saying that. He's like, now like if something, if something came out about, about me like that, he's like, my wife he's like, she'll be fine. He's like, She'll be hurt, but she'll get over it. She'll find somebody else and she'll be fine. She'll live a great life. He's like, but my daughter, how am I going to explain that to my daughter? Like how are these stories going to come out about me? And then I'm going to go to my 15-year-old. And in my case, my 16-month-old, like as she grows up, like how am I going to explain that? And man, like for me, like having a, having a child, especially having a daughter, like a son is a little bit different. But like having a daughter for me has like changed my outlook on everything. It's like this, this just put this whole new like like lens on the way I view the world and, and how I view myself through her. And like, man, that's why I've just doubled and tripled down on all the stuff I'm doing on social media, because it's so intriguing to me to know that like she'll be able to watch this one day when she's 30 like she'll be able to watch this interview that we're having right now me talking about her when she's 20 years old like that's that's crazy and like there's like you hear Gary V talk about like the fact that there could be some virtual or augmented reality where she could like literally be sitting right next to me in this room as we're having this conversation in 10-15 years and that's the coolest thing to me about about creating a, a brand online and and on social media is that this content like it's there forever and yeah, a lot of what and a lot of what i do like i really like legitimately spent over 200 nights on the road in the hotel this year last year for three years in a row like well, i think last year 2016 was like 238 nights in the hotel so i'm gone a lot and, wow. I, and I get a lot and i get a lot of flack from people about that now that i do have a child but i explained to them this like number one it's it's my wife's very independent. Like, that's the only way I can do it, is because she's super strong and independent. And you know, I leave Sunday night late or early Monday morning. I'm back Thursday. It's she's part of our routine now. But number two, you know, having a 15 month old. Yes, a 15 month old needs needs their father. But what they really need is like sleep, food, go to the bathroom, you know, that kind of stuff. Who really needs their father is a 15 year old or a 8 year old. And what can I do over the next five, six, seven, eight years going all in on what I'm doing to provide the most incredible life for her ever to where I'm more flexible when she really, really needs me? That can be really all in at that point. Uh, So, man, just having a child, like it just changed everything for me. It's just uh, in a good way, in a good way.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's and and I agree with that 100%, man. That's um, go back to what you said with the technology. Um, my buddy, uh, one of my buddies I talk to often is you know you always say you know you can have a five minute conversation that'll touch one person, or you can do a five minute video that'll touch fifty thousand. And you know yes. I think guys like you and I that you know that, you know we're 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 in the early stages of this, man. It's like come back and and look, and I've even got now because I've been you know I've been putting videos out since. Gosh, I think I did my first for like 2013, 2014, wow. and to go back and see who I was then to yeah. who I am now, um, to be able to see the growth, um, it's something that if I'm ever having a down day, man, I just go watch one of my old videos and I'm like, "Fuck, yeah. I'm glad I'm not that guy anymore." Yeah. Um, and you know, it just it just perpetuates you to the next level.
1: Absolutely, I've got so, videos. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So what's up with the books behind you, man? I'm gonna ask. You said they were Gary Vee books. So was it?
1: <laughs> yeah. So no, it was just at that at that Ask Gary Vee book launch event. Um, we paid for this VIP deal to to get to meet with him and Andy afterwards. And you know, yeah. when these guys sell when they when they go on these big launch tours of these of these books the ticket sales coincide with a certain number of books in order to get them, you know, ranked and all the top yeah, seller, yeah. all that stuff. So, so me and my two business partners went and we ended up getting 750 <laughs> Ask Gary V books. Like it literally showed up in like 48 boxes that were in my, that were in my basement forever. And so I give them out a lot. And I actually sent uh, Gerard Adams, 300 of them. Um, To use for that event a couple weekends ago And I was just like man just take these And you know his whole founders community that he's created up there Which is incredible um, Super impressive what he's doing Just giving back to the inner city of Newark Um, I was just like man just take these books And just do whatever you want with them Uh, But quite frankly it's one of the best books I've ever read because I've got crazy ADD and the way this book Format is Q&A It's like perfect for me like if I read a regular book Which I don't read often I listen um, Mm -hmm. But if I'm reading a book, like I'll get done with two pages and I'm like, what the heck did I just read? But when I read this book, it's like, here's this question. Like, how do I build the following using hashtags on Instagram? Boom, oh. answer. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like I know what I just read because the way they section it out into chapters, like it's perfect format for someone with ADD like me. So I just love the book.
0: So while we're on the topic of books, um, I'm just looking at my notes here. Uh, while we're on the topic of books, what what are kind of like your top five, you know, sales books, because, uh, you know, I, that's my, I mainly help people with sales more than anything because yeah. I truly, you know, I'm, I'm all about personal development, but I truly believe that learning to sell isn't a professional skill. It's actually a personal skill and personal development. So what, what would be, you know, your top two, three, four, five books um, as a sales guy that, that you would recommend to people?
1: Yeah, I'm just looking around my office to see the ones I've uh, read recently. Um, one of my favorite books is The Four Agreements. That's one that we've uh, recently been going through. Have you read Four, The Four Agreements? That's no, this I have right heard here. that one. Dude, this, is, okay. this one's incredible. It's by um, Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. Um, it's, it's a really good book. It's a, it's a quick read, as you can see, like on these words. Like the pages are super short. Um, yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of these uh, – so the first one is Be Impeccable With Your Word speak with integrity say only what you mean avoid using word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love so when you say be impeccable with your word a lot of people would think that that's like like doing what you say you're going to do but it's more right. of the words that you say to yourself the things that you tell yourself like like um, like like earlier when we were trying to get this thing up i could easily say to myself like oh i never could figure out freaking technology like why like Every time I try to do something on the computer, like I never can figure it out. Like those words that I'm telling myself over and over and over like that are are bad. <laughs> Obviously, it's yeah. negative. Um, yeah. So that's that's one book. Um, the one thing it's a good one recently. One thing's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm a good to great fan, uh, but like cool. all the, dude, I'm, I'm such a huge Gary Vaynerchuk fan. So like jab, too, jab, jab 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 right hook in a sales world. It, people in san- sales become so transactional, in most in most. Uh, we got the one thing right here. Um, sales become so transactional in in most careers that if you really, really take the jab, 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 right hook, the, the provide value, provide value, provide value, and then ask approach to your sales career, it will change everything. It will change the yeah. relationships. It will make your transactional based sales, more long term value based sales. And to me, there's so many people that disregard the long term value of a customer or a client for that quick, I need to hit this quota this month, I need to do whatever I need to do to get this guy to sign today, versus what is the long term value of having this client for the next 20 years and the referrals that I'll get from that client and all that, that jab, 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 right hook, when you really, (laughs) when you embody that it becomes almost humorous when you're approached by other people that aren't jabbing first, you know, like that aren't providing any value on the front end that like the very first words out of their mouth. They're like, Hey, would you do that? Like, you're like, what? Like, who are you? Like, you know, like, it's just, it's so funny to me. Um, and, and when you're looking at building relationships, especially through social media, um, that's huge. Like to be able to actually provide value and, in a sales aspect to be able to figure out like what is of actual value to someone, not just like a, like providing value. Isn't like, Hey, here's a, here's a free mug or here's a, here's a pin here's a stress ball. <laughs> like That's not providing value. Providing value is like figuring out like what, what's in it for that person? Like what's that person looking for in return and like just skewing your entire um, process towards the value from your customer that that to me is huge. And then the Thank You Economy that he has, crush it was huge. He's coming out with a new one, crushing it. This is going to be yeah. awesome because it's based on all the people that you know, yeah. crush it and actually put it put it into work. And I'm looking forward to that one for sure. So Gary, I'm I'm a huge Gary Vaynerchuk fan.
0: Yeah, man, sure. that's you know, and that's I tell people because you know I I ran my first Facebook in 2013. Um, and we actually. Uh, when you know, easy pro was growing, you know, set uh, 2007. I started in high school after 2013, and I'm like, man, this this social media shit's gonna be huge, right? And you know, at yeah. the time, I'm like, I'm 22, 23, so I like, I grew up with it, and I'm going to these businesses, and they're just not buying it. They're like, it's it, yeah. a fucking bad, right? It was still mm-hmm. in a bad stage. Um, and, and I remember going, all right, well, at the time it was bottom line marketing, right? And so I was like, oh, I'll do postcards and business cards and shit. I was like, fuck, there's no money in this. I'm just going to keep my power washing lawn care business. So I kind of like shoved it away. And, and now, like, I mean, I literally took Easy Pro, my power washing company, grew the revenue 158%, lowered our marketing expenses 43% by moving all of our marketing dollars to Facebook ads over the past two years. And so now people are like, oh shit, this stuff works. And I'm like, I've been trying to yeah. tell you, but it, that jab, jab, jabber hook, it completely changed the way I even do my Facebook ads now, yeah. right? Like I just yeah. have yeah. ongoing campaigns that we just drop ads into that aren't even asking for anything. It's just like, here's, here's my shit, right? Here's my yeah. free stuff um, because it builds that value. And, you know, like I said earlier, my biggest regret um, early on was just not building those those lifelong relationships. And so my uh, in one of my vlogs, I talk about the test to see how committed you are to lifelong relationships with your clients is if you open up your customer database and you don't have name, phone number, mailing address, and email address for every single contact, you're not committed to it. Yeah. Um, because that is that is where it's like I can stay in front of those people. So, uh, mm-hmm. and for those of you, if you're interested in checking that out, um, you can just text SEU to two five eight two seven. The vlogs on there. You guys download the app uh, that'll give you the Sales Excellence University app. You guys can check that out as well. So, awesome. So let me ask you this, Tyler. Yeah. Been you've been in business, been doing your thing. You're going going forward. Where do you see yourself? In 20 years man
1: (laughs) that right now is so difficult to answer because it is so rapidly changing Um, but what I can tell you is like just over the last few days of the process of putting together this daily vlog the process of putting together this new podcast the growth and engagement of the social media over the last year it doesn't take getting a lot of messages from someone that are like life changing on Facebook or an Instagram for you to really realize <laughs> what an impact you can make just through this platform. Like it, it blew my mind. Like it was early on even. I mean, there was one message that I got that I don't even really talk about like health and fitness that much, but there was like a video that, that the guy saw of me like meal prepping, like prepping my food for the week. Cause I always, I'm on the road every week and I prep on my meals. Now i I have a meal prep company that I buy the meals from, uh, but I used to prep them <laughs> all myself. And and this guy literally started doing that. I, I yeah, I don't know this guy. He's like in New Jersey, and all of a sudden, the next thing I know, he's sending me this email like four months later about how he's off insulin. He no longer has diabetes. And it was because this one little video, one little part of a video where he saw me prepping my meals and talking about like certain ways to eat right. And I'm like, what? Like it's just crazy. And then other like life changing, like, hey, you said this. It hit me at the exact right time, and now I've made this change, this change, and this change. Now all these things have happened. Like getting those types of messages, people like ask, like you know, when they talk about Gary, like is this kind of drugs? Like what kind of drugs is this dude taking to be so like up here all the time? Imagine yeah. getting those emails times a thousand every single day. Like, yeah, you about you talk about purpose and fulfillment, like it's insane. So like moving forward, like I see you know, number one, every business being a media company and having this whole social media, having videographers and graphic designers and all the people that are doing all the social content and creating a story around your business. Like I I see that in the very near future, just becoming very, 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 very commonplace. But Mm -hmm. me trying to Just push the boundaries on that for myself. Um, This daily vlog, like it's just starting. Like, literally, we're launching the first episode this afternoon. But from here forward, like every day, this dude is going to be following me with a camera, (laughs) and we're going to get a 24 hour turnaround on the vlog, on the videos, every single day for the next six months. Like, that to me is, is terrifying, but it's like so exciting because just in the first like day or two, the amount of stuff the amount of conversations that I've been having with someone in just like that one 10 second little nugget that I was like, man, that was unbelievable. And then like realizing that this dude was sitting right here with a camera and being like, (laughs) how incredible is it that me and this guy in this phone conversation, we just captured that on film. Like it's incredible. And so moving forward like 20 years from now, I just want to be known as someone that created so much disproportionate value in other people's lives and that didn't do it transactionally, like didn't do it and then asking for something, just like did it because he could do it. Like my whole thing is like I make my money with my career mm-hmm. and I'm not sleeping so that I can do the other stuff on top of it.
0: <laughs> the majority
1: yeah. of people are doing the stuff and providing value to, to earn income. Yeah, I'm earning income so that I can do this stuff on top of it. And as that progresses and the following gets to be hundreds of thousands and millions and tens of millions and hundreds of millions, I don't know if that turns into speaking because I don't know if I'm that guy. I don't know if it turns into books because I don't know if I'm that guy. But what I know is that the focus will always be value first and then the money will always follow. Like if I can just focus all of my energy on – Thursday, uh, Tuesday, tomorrow. Tomorrow at six PM, I'm meeting a lady named Ivy. She lives in uh, Alabama. She's driving two hours to meet with me in Atlanta when I get out of my meetings because she wants to to start a business based around or an organization based around substance abuse uh, rehabilitation. She sent me a message uh, one day and was like, "I would love to just sit down and chat with you about it." Like, perfect. Let's do it. When? It's like, oh, my gosh, great. I'm um, about two hours from you. I'm like, Tuesday at 6 p.m. is there any way you can do that? Yes, I'll do it. Perfect. So I'm talking about her on a Facebook Live the next night. She messaged me, and she's like, my kids at home were just like cheering when we heard my mom's name you know, <laughs> on this video. She's like, I'm so excited to, to be meeting with you on Tuesday. And she's like, sent me over all the stuff to review beforehand. And I'm going to sit down with her for probably at least an hour and just – Give her my input on what she should do and how she should move forward with this, and I don't want anything from her. Like I just want her to go do it. Like I, I want her to go be successful and do it. And like literally the day before Christmas, um, she texts me. She's like, or she sent me a Facebook message. She's like, I'm so excited about meeting with you on Tuesday. This is so great. She's like you know, we've sacrificed so much, like my kids, you know, they haven't had, we're not doing Christmas this year, but they understand that like, this is for the longer term vision of what we're trying to do. We're going to go to this other rehab facility and we're going to serve them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're going to hang wow. out with them and have fun that way. And like the ability for me, like literally, I was just like, Hey, uh, by the way, I need your cell phone number, you know, hoping that she would think it was for, you know, to be able to contact her that day. And I immediately went on PayPal and, and PayPal just sent her some money for her kids to go buy some Gifts for for her own kids. I'm like, get your kids something special tomorrow. Like, here's some money to do that. And she was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. She's like, I, that was not like that's not why I was telling you like that we weren't doing Christmas. I was telling you that because because we're committed to this long term. I'm like, that's fine. And I don't want anything from you. Like, I just think you're doing an incredible thing, and you should be rewarded by your intent, you know. And, yeah. and just to be able to do that stuff all day long and never caring if anything happens in return just knowing that like karma is practical <laughs> like like it just is like you the the universe will never be indebted to you ever the universe right. it's, it's a key thing like the universe will never be indebted to any person yep so if you just it's always, go in
0: balance. There,
1: it's always in balance and so if you just go out there and you're just putting it out 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 incredible things are going to happen and for me to tell you what that looks like 20 years from now I have no earthly idea, but all I know is if I can stay on this course and just keep doing the right thing because it's the right thing, then it's going to be freaking incredible.
0: Yeah, man. Oh, dude, I love it. Um, how can people? I know we'll wrap up here. We got a couple minutes left. How can people find you? Um, I, I know I tagged, I tagged your page here in the comments. Yeah. You guys can check in the comments here. Uh, make sure you go like Tyler's page, um, and so you guys can stay in touch with him. But uh, it's Instagram as well, and then the, get the podcast again.
1: Yeah. So everything is at Tyler Harris' page. Um, the podcasts are. Have the sales Wolves podcast, so you can find that on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, all that. Um, and it is a sales podcast. So that's good for your for your audience. It is
0: yeah, man, The number
1: that. one yeah, it's for support and appreciation for salespeople. But we think everybody's sales a salesperson at the end of the day. Like at the end of the day, you're either selling yourself to do something, or you're selling others on you every single day. So we get more broad than just like tactical sales tips. Uh, but we've been doing some incredible interviews on that uh, podcast lately. We've had some really, really good people on the show. Um, so that's something uh, that people could check out. But then this new daily uh, vlog that we're doing is called The Daily Bread. It's gonna be on my page. So it's gonna be on my Facebook page and cool. on YouTube If uh, you search uh, The Daily Bread. Uh, then the new podcast is called Breadwinners. It's gonna be on iTunes. It's called The, the Breadwinner
0: Podcast. Cool, man. Cool. Well, make sure uh, everybody, you go check Tyler out. Again, I, I found it. I found you by uh, checking out the back end of the pages, looking at our audience insight and the affinity awesome. score was like 2000 so, I I didn't even uh, like, know
1: that existed so I can't wait to look at that. Yeah, it man. So myself. I can help
0: you out with that if you guys want to look at that. That'll help that's you. Especially cool. you've got, I mean, I'm only at like 8,500. I'm, I'm eager to hear how you grew your uh page You know, to, to 100,000 in a year, man. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you go check out that audience insight, the affinity was like 2,000. I was like all right, let's <laughs> let's just see how badass these robots and got really are. And I, and I think, man, I, I love having you on on the podcast today on the Sales Factory, especially to kick off season two. Um, make sure you guys are uh, following. We're gonna what we're gonna do is the, the podcast that everyone knows. It's going to just continually be, um, you know, following Gary Vee's footsteps. That audio experience because, man, like the guy is a game changer. And I, and I tell everybody this that I, you know I'm in the advertising world now. People are like, oh, you know, oh, you follow Gravy, oh, you're you're hacking off the hen, and I'm like, motherfucker, you think when Michael Jordan was in his prime, everybody in the NBA wasn't watching him? Like, if I really do. I'll give him those daps. That I think that he is kind of that forethought leader in the advertising uh, world, but. That being said, you guys check it out on all the podcasts. I have more stuff rolling out. Again, make sure you hit that follow uh, and then see first right here on Facebook because they're over-indexing on uh, pages now um, on the personal side. I think I read something the other day that only like two and a half percent of my audience is going to see stuff organic in 2018. So this means guys like Tyler, gotta and I gotta give more money to Zucks to get our message out there. But uh, Tyler, thanks again for coming on, man. Really appreciate you being here in the Sales Factory, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk you real soon. Thank you, man. All right, dude. All right, guys, so make sure that you share this out. Uh, if you love the broadcast, leave me a comment below. Uh, if you have a, a person that you wanna see come on the Sales Factory Podcast, make sure to tag them below or send me a message. Again, I'm gonna be dropping more audio related stuff, but we're gonna attempt to do is have a guest on every Monday right here so that you guys can get full of value. Out of the podcast. Appreciate your guys' attention. Thanks for following. Make sure you hit that share button, and we'll see you guys on the next one.